everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Eng. Long time no talk. I've missed you guys so much. And I know I just released a series of guest podcast episodes quite recently, I think like in the beginning of May, but I haven't actually been able to talk, like sit down and talk to you guys the way I have been in my other past solo episodes. Um, I've only... I've like pre-recorded those guest episodes like a while ago, um, I think in the beginning of April, so I didn't actually get to, you know, update you guys on anything that's been happening. And the guest episodes are very different because I'm having a conversation with someone else instead of you guys directly, so it just, it just feels kind of different. But either way, I hope y'all have been really enjoying those episodes with the guests that I've had so far. I've heard a lot of great things about having guests on my podcast episodes, so I'll definitely be continuing to find people to have on here for you guys to make it super interesting and for you guys to hear different perspectives, of course, but I'm also happy to be back and producing my own solo episodes because, as I said, I just really missed talking to all of you guys and I kind of like forgot how to talk to the podcast mic, to be real with you guys, Um, but also if my voice sounds kind of weird or like raspy, it's because I have really bad allergies and it's starting to get to the point where it's like summer and like the pollen's getting worse so I don't even know if you guys can hear the difference between my voice now and my voice in past episodes but if you do that's why. So I think the last solo episode where I was actually talking to you guys and giving you guys updates on my life was way back in the end of March so that was a little while ago because so much has happened since then even though it's only been like less than it's been two months. Um, It doesn't really seem that long ago, but these past two months, April and May, were probably like the two busiest months of my entire life. And I know I say that in every episode, like this, this month is crazy and whatever, but genuinely I've never been as busy and stressed out as I had been in April and May. And so now that we're pretty much at the end of May, like while I'm recording this, it's literally the last day and we're going into June which is crazy to me because that means that we're like we're in summer and then by the end of it we're summer's going to be over. So as you guys can tell by the title of today's episode, um I did in fact graduate and for those of you who don't know, I graduated from the Parsons School of Design. I graduated with a Bachelor of Fine Arts and my ceremony was actually I think 2 weeks ago. Um so this is all like very recent events. And I actually had two graduations because one of them was my commencement from Parsons and that was like more intimate and with my my major like fashion design people and the other was a bigger ceremony for the overall like new school because for those of you who don't know Parsons is affiliated under the new school. I'm also really excited to tell you guys that I was actually the student commencement speaker at my Parsons School of Design graduation so the first one the more intimate one and for those following me on social media you guys already know that because I was like non-stop talking about it on there and I basically like posted my entire speech on Instagram but if this is the first time you're hearing about it I did speak at my graduation which has been a small dream of mine and that probably sounds really absurd that I wanted to speak at my graduation that badly and like very try hard of me but genuinely when my school was announcing that they were looking for people to speak at the graduation ceremony I was telling all of my friends and professors to nominate me so that I would be selected. 
And the way our school does it is it's not actually by like valedictorian or like by grades and GPA. Um, we actually nominate who gets to speak. And I think that's how some other universities do it too, but I could be wrong just because like in my high school and middle school it was always like the valedictorian and salutivictorian speaking. And I don't know what it was. I think it's just because I've had such a bad track record with graduations in the past with middle school and high school. Um, in middle school, I you know, I fainted right before the Star Spangled Banner was over and they had to rush me to the hospital. So I basically missed my entire graduation. And my si- my twin sister, because I have a twin sister, she basically had to go up on stage twice to pick up my diploma, which was probably so disorienting for everyone in the crowd. But all my friends knew probably that it was her or I don't know. But And then my high school graduation wasn't any better because I had just recovered from food poisoning from my trip to Japan because I skipped prom to go to Japan with my sister and yeah I got food poisoning while I was there and I also experienced an earthquake so that trip just like wasn't good in general for me so yeah coming back from that was crazy and you know I just wanted my last graduation experience ever to be a really good one and one that I was gonna remember and not be like tragic so I put a lot of pressure on myself to make it that But I'm happy I did and that I challenged myself to be the commencement speaker because I don't really know what your guys' perception of me is, but I'm not actually that great at the whole public speaking thing. And I want to say that I do have some public speaking experience because there have been chances and like times that I have gone up and said stuff in front of big crowds, but I definitely do want to get better at it and start speaking in front of like larger audiences So when I saw the chance to be commencement speaker for my class at graduation, of course, I jumped at the chance to do it. And it was honestly a bit of a rigorous and long process to get selected. It it started with student and faculty nominations, which you already know, I already got all of my friends and professors on the the bandwagon to nominate me. Um, And then after that was like a series of interviews with Parsons heads and ultimately they made the decision to have me and another girl speak as commencement speakers. It was honestly a really special moment for me um, because as I said before, I haven't had much luck with graduation. So to be able to speak to, you know, my class at the very last graduation ever was a really big and special moment for me. And, you know, my family was all there supporting me and also my boyfriend was watching as well. So yeah, it it was quite special. But yeah, I am here talking to you guys as an officially graduated, you know, an alumni of the new school in Parsons with a degree in fashion design and a minor in French studies, which is crazy to me because I never thought that I'd make anything out of my minor in French, but I did. Um, And I'm really proud for making it to the end because I'm sure you all well know that there were moments throughout the years that I wanted to quit everything and drop out. I mean, I've said it multiple times how school is not for me and it's still I still don't think it is. But I feel like feeling, you know, like we want to drop out is something that we've all experienced at one point where we just wanted to give up completely, especially if you were in school during the pandemic. You know, I saw no reason to continue my degree at that point and I asked my parents multiple times if I could take a gap year or drop out. But looking back at it, I'm so happy that I didn't do any of that because now, you know, I'm actually done and I can continue working on my career and my like personal projects full time without the interruption of school. And I'm also really happy that I was able to graduate with my senior class because I could not imagine graduating with people that I had no idea, like I didn't know at all. Um, 
I mean, that being said, Parsons and the new school is still very big schools and there's so much people that I have never met before, but being able to graduate with at least some of my friends that I did know and that I started out with since freshman year was actually, like, it meant a lot to me, so, um, yeah, that was all really special. So, you're all probably wondering, now that I graduated, you know, what's next for me? And I know in my past episodes, I've told you guys a lot about prospective post-grad options that I was considering of pursuing. These past two months, April and May, have been really crazy for me in terms of the whole post-grad job finding situation. And actually, so much has happened that I haven't been able to update you guys on yet. So that's what I'm going to kind of like talk about more in this episode. As most of you, if not all of you know, because I talk about it all the time, I'm currently interning with the CFDA. And I've been trying to get a transition to a full-time role after graduation, which is something that I've continuously mentioned in my past episodes. So, you know, you guys probably know that that was my first choice in terms of finding work after college. But long story short, working full-time for them didn't really work out because of, like, logistical stuff and also budgeting with the CFDA. So I kind of had to pursue different avenues. But don't worry though, that doesn't mean that my journey with the CFD has come to an end quite yet, and I'll get into a little bit why that is later. But basically, timeline-wise, I started looking for other work options early on in April because, you know, I wanted to be prepared just in case that CFDA didn't work out. And this is something I highly recommend for all of you to do, even if you think you have something lined up after college, because you always want a backup plan just in case, you know, something falls through or like we have another pandemic or something like that. And um, there are so many unknown factors that can come into play. So you definitely don't want to fully 100% depend on anything because in an instant, like everything can change. And so many of you were experiencing that during, you know, COVID. And I was just lucky enough that I still even had my internship during that time. So, but back to what I was saying before, I was applying for a couple different positions at other companies and... You know, a lot of them I didn't get any offers for, and there were also a couple that I did get interviews for, but then they it went nowhere, and then I decided not to pursue it any longer. Um, And then there was this one company that I applied for called Wolf and Badger, and they're an independent sustainable retailer, and I applied for their PR assistant position because, for those of you who don't know, I actually have done PR internships before, and I really liked my PR experience, so I was like, what the heck, we might as well try and see if I can even get the role. The whole application and interview process went on and, you know, and ultimately I did get an offer for them to work full time for them as a PR assistant, but unfortunately I did not accept the offer and this was for a couple of reasons. First off, the salary rate for this position was kind of low and I knew that, you know, my full first time job out of college um, wouldn't, like, be this crazy offer, um, but I just thought that they were shooting way too low, and it just, like, it wasn't livable. Um, I even negotiated a higher rate, but they just weren't able to accommodate it, so it was definitely a big no for me, especially living in New York City, where the cost of living is, like I said, super expensive, and it just doesn't make sense to be making that amount of money and living where I'm living. So, long story short, I declined that offer, and then I continued my search for other job opportunities, And during that time, though, when I, like, declined that offer and was, like, looking for other stuff, I did come to a really big, important realization, which is that I didn't want to work a full-time job. And, you know, another big reason why I did decline the Wolf and Badger job was because it would have been full-time hours and in office five days a week. And after thinking about it a little longer, I was honest with myself about 
that not being something that I wanted to commit to right after college and I definitely think that I made the right choice with that. So you're probably wondering if I didn't want to work a full-time job then what did I want to do and that's a great question. I you know I don't feel like I ever fully 100% knew what I wanted to do until and I don't think I ever will until I get to like 10 years down the line where I've just tried about everything that I possibly could in my professional career But for right now, I've decided to be a full-time freelancer. And what that means is I'm not working full-time. So I've decided to take on multiple freelance gigs with, you know, different clients. And there's a lot of reasons why I decided to go full-time freelance, which I'm going to get into in a little bit. But I just wanted to let you guys know that I do have a couple of past episodes that I put out, you know, all about freelancing if you want to learn what that actually is and what it means Um, One of the really helpful episodes includes one that I did with a guest, Justine Sweetman, who is actually a full-time freelancer herself, and our conversation was really interesting, and I got to learn a lot from her about her own freelancing gigs, so I would highly suggest giving that episode a listen because as I've been getting more into freelance, I've been wanting to learn more about it myself, and I know a lot of you want to get into it as well, so it's definitely a great practice to take on if you don't Or, like, if you're in school, freelancing is a perfect thing to do because it's, like, you don't have to, like, contribute all of your time to doing a full-time job. And after college, if you don't want to do a full-time job, having multiple freelance gigs that provides you a lot of financial, like, help is great as well. So, yeah, before we get into who I'm freelancing for, you know, what exactly I'm going to be doing in the next couple of weeks when I start my new roles, I wanted to talk a little bit about my LLC and how that's kind of playing a little role into this because, you know, I, I do give a lot of, like, fashion and lifestyle, like, advice and stuff on here. But I kind of wanted to, like, help you guys out a little bit. I don't know if you would call this financial advice. But just, like, pr- setting yourself up for success in the future. And so some of you may know, mostly my long-term listeners know that a while ago during the pandemic, I started my own LLC. And at the time, I started it because, you know, it was out of sheer boredom and curiosity about what having my own company would look like. So I, at that time, pulled together all of my resources and started my own LLC, which if you guys don't know what that means, that's a limited liability company. And I called it K-Site LLC. Um, Firstly, don't ask me about the name because I made it a while ago. So I don't really remember what my decision was to land on that. But honestly, I'm not that mad about it. It's not that cringe. So I think I'm going to keep it. And a lot of you are probably wondering why I decided to start my own LLC and what I originally started it for. And other than me starting it as a safety net for my future self, I actually did start it at the time because I had an idea of starting my own consulting company for like internships in the fashion industry, which is a topic that you guys know that I'm very passionate about. So it was an idea that I wanted to base my company around. But long story short, with school and like my internship and everything, I didn't actually get around to developing the idea that I wanted to. Um, But that doesn't mean that my LLC is a waste because now I ended up using it for what I'm doing in freelance. And I really do have to thank past Christina for being smart enough to put together an LLC and, you know, even like... I didn't know this at the time, but my dad was telling me when I started an LLC to make an EIN, which is like a tax identification number for for a company. And I did it because like, you know, my dad knows a lot of stuff about like financial and company shit. So I was like, okay, let me just do it. And I did it. And guess what? Now 
I didn't have to worry about it because when my employers needed my EIN for my LLC, I had it all, like, the paperwork all done. So, I was like, wow, all of that stuff that I did in the past, even though it was a lot of work and at the time, like, I did spend quite a lot for all the approvals and stuff, like, now it's actually amounted to something and I don't have to worry about it, so... And also, luckily, I did the whole process during COVID where I had so much extra time on my hands. So I didn't like, I mean, I couldn't imagine myself doing it now when I was going through like finals, thesis, graduation, finding jobs, postgrad, and all of that. So, you know, if any of you are curious about the process of starting an LLC, it is a pretty long and tedious process. And like I said before, I probably dropped a good amount of money on it, like around 1.5K on everything from the approval documents to, you know, getting the certification and the public publications um yeah I mean that probably makes no sense to you if you have no idea what an LLC is and how to start one but if you read more into the process of one you'll know the stuff that's kind of involved in it um and starting an LLC is different in different places so I would definitely recommend looking it up based on where you live but overall like you can find the directions and processes online when you look up how to make an LLC that's what I did. I literally looked up on Google and watched YouTube videos and like found out the process myself. And obviously like my dad helped me a little bit because he has his own LLC, but in general I wanted it to be like something that I did myself. So I did that myself. Also like for any of you who don't live in New York City, like kudos to you because I think starting a LLC in New York City is like the most expensive because publications and certifications like charge you so much more or something. So, you know, maybe if you live somewhere else you wouldn't have to spend upwards of 1.5k um but either way even though that sounds like a lot of money especially if you're a student like and you're still in school and you don't have a job I really do think it's worth it because in the long run you can use it for so many things and also in the long run you also have it and you don't have to go through the process like if you're a student and you have so much extra time on your hands I think starting an LLC is a great way to use your time whereas If you're an adult and you're, like, working and you have so many responsibilities, like, tax and stuff, like, you don't want to be worried about making an LLC. Um, But also, if you have money, like, why not just hire someone to make an LLC? But that's not me, so. If you do ever have any individual questions about an LLC or starting one, don't hesitate to reach out to me via Instagram or email because I do love sharing my knowledge about these kinds of things. And you guys know that I get really passionate when I'm like super into something and starting an LLC for me was like a personal achievement that I did all by myself with a little bit of help. So, you know, I'd love to share my knowledge on that. So to explain how my freelancing gigs are going to be connected with my LLC, I'm basically working two freelance gigs and getting paid through my business as an independent contractor. And the reason I chose to do that was because I wanted to leverage my business to start, you know, building my reputation but also because I wanted to be able to write off business expenses on my LLC and I was having like a conversation with my financial advisor and accountant and you're only able to do that if your company is like able to show that they're making like profits of some kind or like there's money coming in and out. So that is why I have to set myself up nicely where I'm getting paid through my LLC from my freelance jobs. And guys, when I tell you that this was like a whole ass process, it really was you know, like, the past couple of weeks has been me trying to go back and forth between the bank to open a business account and to connect to my LLC and then opening a business credit card and all that jazz and just going back and forth between my accountant, my 
future bosses, my parents on like what's the best decision for me. But honestly, like this overall process has felt really empowering and it's just made me feel like kind of like a girl boss who's like in charge of my own future. I don't know if that sounds like really cringe and stupid, but it just like also feels like this is a new chapter of my life that I'm starting and creating for myself um, and not really having any help with. So if I were to advise you all to do anything, it's to start an LLC and honestly, just for the heck of it and just to have it in your back pocket, especially if you one day plan on becoming and pursuing your own entrepreneurial endeavors. I kind of always knew when I was young that I wanted to start my own business or company sometime in the future. So that's why I started my LLC while we were in COVID because I wanted to be able to use it and leverage it once I got out of COVID. And not to say that this is my only business LLC that I'm ever going to have. Like I'm probably going to create more down the line and for different stuff. But right now, like in my journey, this is the first thing that I'm focusing on and kind of putting all my effort in right now. But yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing this whole time, really just trying to set myself up nicely for my future so that I'm able to kind of seamlessly work after graduation. And a lot of you are probably like, this girl can't catch a break and wondering why I'm not taking any time off or spending time traveling after graduation. And honestly, if you know me or have been with me since the beginning of my career, I have always been wanting to just be done with school and just pursue my own career stuff. So now that I have the chance to finally do that and not worry about tests and projects, you best know that I'm like taking that opportunity and not wasting any time. And as for taking breaks and taking care of myself, I am definitely living more for those moments now than I ever have before. So don't be worried about that at all. I definitely don't take the time that I spend with my friends or family for granted anymore and I'm always constantly, you know, making an effort to hang out with people who I haven't seen in a while or just relishing in those moments when I'm actually with the people that I care about. So don't worry guys, I still have a social life despite how hard you all think that I work on a daily basis, Um, which is true, like I do work hard but I'm definitely making more of an effort to go out, enjoy and do stuff on my free time and just make actual time for that. I realized that I didn't tell you guys who I was freelancing for, um, which is like literally starting next week, but I will actually be part-time freelancing for a company called Cup and then continuing my time with CFDA, but as a freelancer, not as an intern anymore. Cup, for those of you who don't know and who are not familiar with, is this really innovative intimates and swimmer brand who basically like they have a cult following on social media and they've gone viral on like TikTok multiple times. I've been a longtime supporter of their products and I've actually been in contact with the people who work there since junior year about internship opportunities and actually at the time like way back when I was offered an internship with them as like a material innovation intern which was paid and it was in New York City but I did reject the offer because I renewed my internship with the CFDA and as you guys know I couldn't take on both internships while I was in school, but also I was super faithful to CFDA and and still am. Just now I'm pursuing both of them. But, you know, now that I'm finally done with school, I have the time to take on multiple opportunities, especially since I work in freelance. So I'm doing both CUP and CFDA and I don't have to choose between the two anymore. And the reason why I ended up choosing on the path of freelancing after college was because I still haven't figured out exactly what I want to do. And 
you know, I thought that post-graduation was literally the perfect opportunity to explore that in a non-committal position where you have the freedom to work with multiple companies on the side to explore what you like and what you don't like. Um, and I mean, I mean, if there's one thing that I already know that I don't like, it's that I don't want to work um, corporate, like big corporate. Like I learned that when I was working for Abercrombie. So I definitely like won't be taking on jobs with, you know, big companies. Like, I mean, I guess if they're luxury companies, I would consider it. But anyway, like especially fast fashion corporate companies like ANF and American Eagle, n- definitely not doing that. So that's already a no for me. But Also, another reason why I took on freelance, I don't know how many people actually know this, but freelancers make significantly more money than full-time employees. And I mean, of course, there are like, there are their downsides because you don't get the benefits of being in a company full-time like 401k or insurance. But I'm at that point in my life where I don't need that yet because I have the benefit of still being covered under my parents' insurance because, you know, like I'm, I'm 22 now. It was just my birthday this past like week but anyway so all the adulting stuff that you have to start considering I've I've always been very good about planning my future anyway so I've strategically planned it out that I can work freelance now and not have any company benefits while you know still making more money right now and then later deciding on the future what I want to do full-time and then committing to a position with a company that I want to stay with so I don't know about you guys, but when it comes to committing to jobs, I am super calculated about my decisions because, you know, work environments, company culture, and just like overall enjoyment of my job is something that is of the utmost importance to me. And I'm not like super willy-nilly when it comes to choosing jobs because for me, you know, life is short and you genuinely have to love what you do and who you work with. So that's at least my philosophy when I'm like going into my work life and stuff and that's why I think pursuing freelance opportunities was literally the best decision I could have ever made for myself because committing to a full-time job was just not for me, especially doing it like after graduation with no idea what I want to do. I don't know. I think ev- everything happens for a reason and there was a reason why I denied the job offer with Abercrombie and & Fitch and Wolf and & Badger to ultimately lead me to where I am at now, which is in a great spot with two amazing companies that I really look forward to growing with. Yeah, but so that's a little rundown of what has been going on with me and what my plans are now that I've graduated from Parsons. And I'm trying to think about what else I can update you guys on. Um, Oh, this podcast, as you guys know, I started during, you know, when I was in school and during the pandemic. But over the years, I've realized how much of an outlet it has become for me to share my experiences and knowledge in fashion. So the good news is I will be continuing on with this podcast even after I've graduated Um, I've actually been working on a lot of exciting things, including like rebranding this podcast because obviously I started it in sophomore year and now I've grown out of some of my ideals and like my image, my brand image. So I definitely want this podcast to represent that. So more on that coming soon. I'm actually working with a graphic designer who I worked on with my thesis with. So yeah, and in terms of podcast episode content though, I definitely do want to stick to my solo episodes, but also you know, have more guests come onto the podcast, especially as my networking and connections kind of grows. And as I grow within the industry, I want you guys to meet more people too. So for the most part, I know that you guys do appreciate these solo episodes. So don't worry, they're definitely here to stay. But I think that's all for today's episode. And I know it was kind of a short one and not really about anything other than just like some life updates. But 
I hope you guys took one or two things out of it. Um, And as always, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. If you guys have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them. I love you guys as always and see you on the next episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast.